The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello again, fellow travelers, Andrew Tate here. So some things in life are so heavily romanticized, so fondly looked upon, that we continue to believe the fantasy even after we've experienced the reality of the thing, the cold, cruel, underwhelming, and overwhelming reality of the thing in question. The next time, it'll be different, we lie internally. Certain things just don't work out, the next time I do this, I'll get everything set up to where I've got so many fail-safes, it can't help but be a grand, fun, and spectacular success. I'm speaking, of course, about road trips. An American institution, probably because this country is so unbelievably huge and full of empty space occupied only with freeways, another bit of good old-fashioned American invention and ingenuity. But neither you nor I nor anyone has had a road trip that was 100% magical and great. We're fooled by movies like Road Trip, or don't believe movies like National Lampoon's Vacation, into believing that our multi-day in-car getaway will be fun and original. We think it's going to feel like the golden earrings radar love with a splash of Simon and Garfunkel's tune about going off to look for America. In the end, it's a hassle of heat, traffic, tedium and other stressful inconveniences. If the real road trip is like any movie, it's like Homeward Bound. It's aimless and probably is going to smell like an old dog at some point. Today's installment of Welcome to Paradise It Sucks concerns a recent road trip undertaken by the intrepid and adventurous CJ. This is the first time they'd make this particular trip. It was almost a routine, which probably has something to do with CJ's shock, surprise, and annoyance when things didn't go according to plan or according to history. Instead, it was the worst kind of road trip, the kind everyone seems to endure at some point. Welcome to Paradise Episode 8, Southern Discomfort, or Holiday Load.
So I moved up to Massachusetts from Texas for school several years ago. That's CJ. They're one of those rare individuals who really, really loves driving. A chore and headache for many, CJ actually likes it and finds joy, pleasure, and meaning in it. Good for you, CJ. I actually really hate flying. Like, a lot. Enough to regularly drive 30 plus hours to go back home to see my family in San Antonio. CJ had moved from Texas all the way up to Massachusetts for school, and that's a long ways away for weekends, holidays, and vacations. I really enjoy flyover country, and as a professional driver, I actually have a CDL Class B, which means I can legally drive any bus. I just really enjoy driving. Clearly. But even things that are objectively fun and pleasant are no longer fun and pleasant after 72 hours, largely due to the basic needs of the human body. I also haven't yet lost the ability to stay awake for 24 to 72 hours, so I like to do these drives straight through, no sleeping, and no long stops. I stop long enough to pick up gas and grab some snacks, and that is about it. I've also picked up a bit of a lead foot for my time in mass. And they like to gamify it which can make even the most mundane and endless tasks fun. It's a real skill. Like most people who started driving in the nascent days of phone GPS, I see the arrival time as a time to beat, and I usually send my family a link to my drive on Waze with the disclaimer that I can do it faster. Welcome to Paradise It Sucks. Its host, behind-the-scenes staff and sponsors, would hereby like to remind our listeners and cover ourselves legally that it is a bad idea to drive over the posted speed limit or to get behind the wheel on very little sleep. Thank you. That's for my attorney. CJ, continue. In the fall of 2019, I was doing one of these drives to deliver my old car to my sister. For what it's worth, and because it's important to the story, that car was a 2010 Mazda 3 automatic model. CJ went through all of the steps one ought to go through in planning a lengthy road jaunt. They plotted their route with the GPS system and cross-referenced it with a weather app to find the best plan of attack, avoiding traffic and storms. Nevertheless, the end result wasn't exactly to their liking. One of my least favorites. A drive that brought me through Appalachia, the long way across Tennessee, and dumped me into Texas via I-30 through Arkansas. On the appointed day, CJ left college in Massachusetts. I had left Massachusetts late in the afternoon, which that far north in late October means it is proper dark. And we'll take this opportunity just to flash forward, because CJ just drove and drove and drove, without incident, a rarity on this show. But stay with us. By the time I hit Nashville, it was around noon and bright and sunny the following day. But there's one difficult part about traveling all the way through Tennessee. Well, at least one. You're going to hit Knoxville, Nashville, and Memphis, and there's really no good way not to hit one of them during rush hour. But CJ got through it with minimal problems and was still making great time. But dark clouds were on the horizon. I'm not trying to be cute or metaphorical here. Like, literally, there were dark clouds on the horizon. Sure, there were some clouds blossoming on the horizon, but I wasn't too worried. Nonetheless, I decided it'd be a good idea to check my weather app. Did you pull over? Of course, I would not be that reckless. The storm seemed to be pretty small. 
So I rolled up my window as the rain started and slowed down as it suddenly began to pour. Visibility dropped pretty low, so I hit my hazards and chugged along going maybe 50 miles an hour maximum. Luckily, at this point, because the local drivers here knew how this was all going to go, the road was mostly empty for CJ, so they didn't have to deal with many other drivers. And those that were out were competent and capable. But the weather don't care. The sudden gust of wind caught my car and whipped it sideways across three full highway lanes. I quickly regained control, but I was terrified enough to quickly exit the interstate and collect my nerves at the nearest Love's travel stop. Are they a sponsor? They really ought to be a sponsor. Saiba, can you check on that? Anyway, back to you, CJ. You were horrifically shaken after almost dying during a freak storm on a strange portion of abandoned interstate? Go on. What was your car like? Let me explain to you some things about the 2010 Mazda 3. It's a zippy little car, legally classified as compact, and it's about the most aerodynamic thing on four wheels and a budget. Oh yeah, I think I've seen that car. It looks like it's smiling, right? It has a stupid grin on the front of it because it's about four inches off the ground and it laughs at the laws of physics. Oh, that's very funny. And terrifying. I've only ever owned 2010 Mazda 3s, and I never get whipped around, not even by the strongest breeze. Not before, and not since. While CJ was safely ensconced in the loving glow of future Welcome to Paradise It Sucks sponsor Love's Truck Stop, the storm passed. CJ had a nice break to rest, calm down, eat their weight in trail mix, and let the family back home know about what they'd just been through. And then, just like that, they were back on the open road. I merged back onto the highway and got going at a good pace for a few minutes before my GPS chirped at me and I suddenly hit an absolute standstill. I looked around, unable to figure out what was going on. Ways showed standstill traffic for probably the next mile, but didn't elucidate me as to why. I texted my family an update and let them know that things didn't seem to be clearing up at all. And when that happens, what can you do but roll down your windows? knock it into neutral, blast some music, and wait for things to get moving again. So I rolled my windows down and put the car in neutral, blasting music and waiting to move. But the minutes turned into half an hour, and then an hour... Engines stopped idling and got turned off instead. Families left their cars to go pee in the nearby woods or ate their packed lunches on their car roofs. CJ didn't do any of that. Instead, CJ engaged in the time-honored vacation pastime of letting anxiety and worry overtake their psyche. The news didn't have any reports about what was going on. My family was scanning all possible outlets and coming up with nothing. It was like this one little portion of I-40 with cars stopped so far ahead of me and backed up so far behind I couldn't see either the start or the end existed in this weird little liminal space. And exist was pretty much all CJ and their fellow travelers did for the next four hours. It was almost dark by the time cars started back up and began creeping forwards. At this point, I excitedly texted my family to tell them I was headed out, confirmed that they still had my location, and slowly rolled out at about 15 miles an hour towards... Into the future? To their destination? Nope. An off-ramp. An off-ramp? Oh, 
The police were waving us all towards the off-ramp, cruisers blocking the westward portion of I-40. I then got a good look at the area around me and realized that I-40 was strewn with trees. Thick trees, snapped like toothpicks and laying across multiple lanes. It was such a strange and small state of affairs that the GPS didn't even know what was happening. Whatever was going on, Waze sure wasn't aware of it. The moment I left I-40, my GPS tried to route me back onto it. That wasn't going to happen. Half a dozen stadies were making absolutely sure of that. I tried Apple and then Google before finally being directed onto US 79 West. And this is where things got completely apocalyptic. What, like more so? Sheesh. I was suddenly faced with yet more downed trees crisscrossed with downed power lines. I finally put the destruction and the terrible gust I'd experienced together and realized that I had narrowly missed one of the weather events that I fear most, straight line winds. They hit like a sideways tornado, impossible to see, and they flatten everything in their path. Oh, and they can also take out cell towers. I frantically tried to call my family as I realized I had lost reception, becoming rapidly more panicked as I passed closed gas station after closed gas station, covered with caution tape, dark storefronts, and eerily quiet houses. For over an hour, every little highway adjacent town CJ passed, it was dead. With Kizik Can's free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. So the minute I saw lights in the distance, I called up my family. Thankfully, service had finally returned. And I made a beeline for the nearest gas station because idling in traffic for that long and then driving through all of this destruction had put me nearly at empty. CJ was fully done with Tennessee by this point. No offense, Tennessee. So after grabbing some gas and heading towards the open portion of I-40, I wished my family well and hung up continuing my journey with the windows cracked and music blasting. Let me cut in here to explain the archaic and antiquated straight out of 2003 phone plan to which CJ and family subscribed. They all shared a pool of data, a limited pool of data. Most of the time this was fine, but it turns out that road tripping across the country can burn data pretty damn fast. As such, CJ had some pretty strict phone restrictions limiting what it could do without Wi-Fi. I was looking forward to finally hitting a truck stop, which really only exists off interstates and, in my experience, tend to have free Wi-Fi, so I could eat, send some photos to my family and friends, and update Twitter. Of course, of course. I hadn't realized until I pulled into this truck stop in Arkansas just how freaking exhausted I was from all the adrenaline that day. 
I fueled up the car and grabbed some snacks, then pulled around the side to lounge in the back, update Twitter, and maybe nap a bit. When CJ tried to join the truck stop Wi-Fi, however, they were greeted by a nasty paywall. I stared at it, briefly trying to decide if I cared enough to pay $5 to access social media. I quickly decided I was too fucking tired to care, started a 30-minute nap timer, and chucked my phone out front. I curled up in the back with my head on a duffel bag. But CJ messed up. Big time. When I went to hop on Wi-Fi, I'd put my phone in airplane mode to force all my data to go over Wi-Fi and not waste the family pool of data. When it failed to connect to a free Wi-Fi source, however, I had neglected to take it off airplane mode. I also neglected to realize that I was not 30 minutes nap tired. I was four hour nap tired. And I had forgotten to tell my family that I was stopping and sleeping at a random truck stop in nowhere, Arkansas. Long story short, CJ slept right through that 30 minute alarm and accidentally went off the grid when their family was most concerned. So what my family saw was me disappear from location sharing, disappear off ways, and suddenly become completely uncontactable. Me, the visibly queer trans person, who had jokingly sent them a last scene photo right before I'd set out of me sitting on the hood of my tiny sporty car wearing trip pants and combat boots. Predictably and understandably, CJ's family was not happy, but they were also proactive. I turned the data back on only to find they had called me called every gas station in a 50-mile radius, and were presently on the phone with the state police. I called them, nearly in tears and apologizing, telling them that I'd fallen asleep with data turned off. After begging for forgiveness and promising to leave data on, no matter the roaming fees, CJ finally got back in the driver's seat. With malice in my heart, flipped off the truck stop and vowed never to come back to Arkansas or Tennessee. Not ever? What about the many fun places to visit in both states? The Grand Ole Opry, Bourbon Street, Sun Records, the 15 different places that claim to be the place where Nashville hot chicken was created. Or that diamond mine in Arkansas where you can keep what you dig up. And I have actually been back once against my will, but I absolutely refuse to drive for that one. Very wise, CJ. And speaking of wise, it's time for another edition of Andrew's Travel Tips, also known as What Did We Learn Today? Tip number one, have a good phone plan. Buy the extra data. It's only temporary. It's worth it. It's gonna be like five bucks, way cheaper than some truck stop will charge you. Tip number two, fear the weather. The weather is kind, but the weather is cruel. Expect the best, but plan for the worst. Okay, you might as well expect the worst. The wind is no joke. Tip number three, call home often, more than you'd like, or more than you'd think you should. That's on vacation and not on vacation. Just let people know that you're safe and not dying somewhere under a tree in obscure Appalachia. Until next time, thanks for listening to Welcome to Paradise, It Sucks, and don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help us. While you're at it, follow me at Let's Not Meet Cast on Instagram for more updates on upcoming episodes. 
And check out my other shows, Let's Not Meet a True Horror Podcast and Odd Trails at crypticcountypodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you've got the worst vacation experience, we want to hear about it. It could form the basis of the next classic episode. Tell us about it. Just email us at welcome to paradise it sucks at gmail.com. Welcome to Paradise It Sucks is a collaboration between Cloud 10 Media and Cryptic County. The executive producers are Andrew Tate and Sim Sarna. The producers and writers are Brian Boone and Devin Ruskin. The audio engineer is Trevin Barty. Drive safe, America. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.